know, we, we talked earlier in the week uh, about the fact that God doesn't have grandchildren. He just has children. Uh, this is a decision I have to make. The thing that makes me a part of God's family is not, not my heritage, not my biology, not any of those things. It's me having a relationship with God. It, it's me seeking after him. And right along with that, one of the other things that the Chronicles really tries to point out is that there's really only two choices. Either you are seeking after God or you are forsaking God. The, the, there's no middle ground to, to quote a great theologian, uh, Yoda, do or do not. There is no try. Like there's no middle ground here. There's there's not. Um, that, that's that's that lukewarm that Jesus says he spits out of his mouth in Revelation. That you know I wish you were hot or cold because you're lukewarm. I can't do anything with that. That we're either seeking after God or we're turning away from God. There, there's no way to be in between. And throughout the Book of Chronicles, it really kind of brings up some different things that show us: Am I seeking God? Or am I forsaking God? Am I, am I going a different way? Because either we're going towards God or we're going towards something else. Those are the only options. As, as another great theologian, Bob Dylan, put it, you got to serve somebody, okay? We're either serving God or we're serving something else. And if we're serving something else, then we're forsaking God. That's all there is to that. There's only these two choices. Um, and Chronicles brings us some interesting things. Uh, three questions, I think, that we kind of see in Chronicles, especially if you look at the kings, um, and kind of the ones that failed more than the ones even succeeded. You see these things, and you see the way they answered these would have answered these questions reveals if they're seeking God or not. Um, so three quick questions kind of help you know how am I doing on seeking God. Uh, number one, what am I worshiping? What am I worshiping? Am I worshiping the God, the Creator, or am I worshiping things that He created, uh, things of this earth? Uh, sometimes we need to worship the process, the act of worship. That the religion becomes the thing we're worshiping. Are my eyes truly on God? Or am I just going through these motions and doing this stuff? Do I mean it? Or am I just doing this so that God does something for me? Uh, you know, why, why are we worshiping too? Um, am I doing this to show God what I think? Am I, am I worshiping and praising because I think God's amazing and I want him to know my heart and to hear that from me? Or am I worshiping doing this stuff to try and get God to do something for me? All right, God, I really need some help. So I'll, I'll show up and, and I'll sing some songs and I'll pray to you and I'll do these things. So what is the reason for our worship? Do we have true worship or do we have false worship because there's a lot of kings that we read about in chronicles that they go through false worship that yeah yeah i'll do this but i don't really want to and, and we don't see that intimacy with god they're not really seeking after him which means they're missing out they're they're going in different directions and putting their trust somewhere else so we need to make sure our worship is true make sure that we're worshiping god the way he tells us to um, secondly how do i act sin? how do i react to sin in my life that's a huge difference we see between kings because they, they all mess up even you take it back to the, the good example of Kings David, right? And David sins. David sins big time, right? David, that's this huge thing. And yet when he's confronted with his sin, he, he tries to hide, he tries to away. But when God sends Nathan and, and brings it out and makes David confront sin, he shows brokenness. He turns the other way, right? He, he turns back around. He repents. That's literally what repent means. It means to stop going one direction, turn around and go the other direction, to do the 180. And David does that. And, and the good kings that we see in the book of Chronicles, they do that as well. When, when their sin is pointed out to them, when they find God's word and read it, when they realize, oh, I'm doing this wrong. This is not the way it's supposed to be. They stop and they go the other way. Sometimes when we get called out and when we, things get pointed out to us, we get defensive. We try and justify it. We try and keep going in the same direction and explain why we should instead of stopping and listening to God and saying, you're right, God. I was wrong on this. This is not what I should be doing. This is not who I should be. I want to go in the other direction. How do we react to sin? Third question, uh, where am I placing my trust? 
uh, there are several times in the book Chronicles where you'll see God literally goes to the king and asks, why, why didn't you come ask me that? They, they, they send all these things, you know, an enemy's coming or something. Something bad's about to happen. They, they, the king feels like they need help, and they go to other people for help. They go to other countries. They go Sometimes they go to Israel. At one point, they even go to Egypt, which never makes sense to me when the Israelites are trying to align with Egypt. They used to be slaves there. That's just me. Um, Judah, at one point, even tries to put their trust in Assyria, who's like, starting to take over the world, and it will soon take over Israel at that point. They even go to them, and it totally backfires. They totally betray them. They, they don't help them out. But time and time again, God says, why are you trying to go to them when you could come to me? Why are you putting your trust in those other people and those other things instead of putting your trust in me? When we seek God, when we put our trust totally in him, we confess our sins, we repent, and we truly worship and praise him, God promises that we will find him. When we are seeking him, seeking with everything we have, we're going to find him. He promises that time and time again in Scripture, that if you really want me, if you really want to see me, you will, that you will find me. Are we really seeking after God? If we're not, we're in trouble. And that's what happened to the people of Judah. They weren't really seeking after God. They went through the motions some, and, and occasionally when things got really bad, they, they try and jump through some more hoops thinking, oh, we'll just make God happy by doing this. But he knew their hearts. He knew they didn't really want him. They weren't really seeking after him. And they had to go into exile. But God said, I don't want to go into exile. I want to get to live with God. I want to get to spend time with him. I want the blessing of being his people. Love you guys. Peace.